Welcome to the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. My name is Hannah, and I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, health mindset coach, functional nutrition, and metabolism specialist, and the creator of the Fit Balanced Healthy brand. Ladies, I get it. This whole health and fitness thing can be frustrating and confusing AF. You've got a career, family, and a life that you love, but this piece of your life is one where you still feel stuck. That's exactly why I created Fit Balanced Healthy. I cut through the BS to help women improve their health, achieve their fitness goals, and find balance in both their bodies and lives. So if that sounds like what you need, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm so excited to be chatting with you today about mistakes to avoid when you're trying to get healthier. And the reason I say get healthier in quotations is because everybody has a different interpretation of what getting healthier looks like, which we're going to dive into today. But before we do, just a reminder, if you like what you're hearing so far in the Fit Balanced Healthy podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. Reviews are the best way to help the podcast grow and reach more women. And we appreciate it so much. So much so that if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, a written review, a screenshot it, send it to me at fithandfoodie at gmail.com. You'll be entered to win a free coaching session with me. So go spread the love, share an episode that you love with someone that you think might find it helpful and leave a review while you're at it. Now let's dive into today's topic and episode. I have a list here of mistakes to avoid when you're trying to get healthier and I'm just going to kind of riff off of each one, my thoughts, and these are all things that came to mind from my own personal experience, from working with clients and really seeing how many women are making these mistakes as they either get started on their health and fitness journey or are really trying to take it more seriously if it feels like you've been trying and working hard at for your entire life but haven't really got anywhere. Because let's be real, I was definitely one of those people who felt like I had been trying, quote unquote, my entire life to be healthy. And I and a lot of the things that I did were very much um, in agree- agreement with having a healthy lifestyle, but I really didn't have a full understanding of the concept and what that looked like and what that felt like for myself. A lot of it was very skewed by the things that I read and saw and heard from other people. And so a lot of these topics that I'm going to touch on today relate to that as well. There's so many of these that are easily influenced or that we might have learned from others, from society, from diet culture, you name it. So let's just dive in. Let's go for it. Number one, let's just start with this, making it all about weight loss or aesthetics. If you are focused on getting healthier and it's only about changing your weight or the way that you look, we are really missing the point. I am all for you feeling good, looking good, and you might have an idea in your mind of what weight you feel your best at. Maybe you've been at that weight in the past or you know a certain way that you've looked, but first and foremost, we have to let go to past versions of ourselves. And we really can't compare and try to get back to any certain place. Your life has probably changed. Your body has probably changed. Your age has probably changed. So I really think it's important to go beyond just thinking about our weight and the way we look. There's so many different pieces that can influence that number on the scale. And it has very little to do ultimately with not only what your body composition looks like, what you look like on the outside, but also how you feel and how your body's functioning on the inside. So you are absolutely entitled to want to achieve some sort of aesthetic or weight loss goal, but that can't be the only thing that's about. I promise you, it's not going to keep you going forever. Health is mental and physical. It's inside and out. It's about the habits and choices that you are making, that you are building. 
that is what health is. So if you're trying to get healthier, but are only associating that with a weight loss goal or a certain look, maybe a six pack, that's where I was in the beginning of my journey, I would strongly encourage you to just take a step back and consider what does healthy really mean to you. Number two, juice cleanses and detoxes. And I have a lot to say on this one because everybody has this, first of all, misconception about detoxing that, um, you know, you're one side or the other. It's absolutely unnecessary. Everybody needs to do it. I think that there actually is a time and a place for a detox of sorts when you are actually doing some sort of professional who can guide you through it appropriately and it actually makes sense for your body. A detox is not something you just do every time you get back from a vacation. And I think that is the poor understanding of what we should be doing. And we really wouldn't have to constantly feel like we needed to do a detox or a juice cleanse or a fresh start every time you had a bad weekend or a vacation if we had better habits and uh, nutrition and um, overall um, choices towards better health most of the time then you wouldn't have to swing back the other direction every time you quote unquote fell off track you don't need a juice cleanse juice cleanses are honestly silly I am all for sometimes a liquid diet makes sense for certain people again this is something that should be decided with a professional and I think this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see is just making these choices and jumping into these things without a full understanding and without actually knowing if that's what you need to do most of the time it's not most of the time you probably don't need that diet detox that your friend is selling from that MLN or the juice cleanse that you saw on that magazine cover or on Instagram because first of all with juice cleanses most Most of the time, you're just drinking straight up carbs. You're not getting any of the benefit of the fiber from the juice. And I think you really miss the point of the nutrition there. So sometimes it might be appropriate. Um, Liquid diets can be a little easier on digestion. Maybe you're struggling with digestive health and you're working with a professional and they're having you do some sort of protocol that involves more um, liquids and smoothies and um, just a change in your diet overall. But that's where it has to be prescribed and that's where it has to make sense. This is not something that everybody should just be doing once a month and just jumping into it every time you get back from a vacation. That is really not going to be the most helpful for your body and your overall health. You have to understand there has to be a reason behind everything you're doing. And I find that that's the mistake that's being made here with these juice cleanses and detoxes. There's a time and a place for almost everything, but a lot of times we're just jumping into it because it sounds good and it sounds like a great quick fix, which leads me into number three quick fixes. Don't waste your time thinking that you're going to achieve a goal quickly. There's no shortcuts. That's just not how it works. The more you focus on just putting your head down and doing the work, the quicker it's going to feel like you're going to get there, but there's no quick fix. You've probably already realized that by now. You've probably tried to work towards a goal and go all in on it. And if I just really, really focus and and get this right, I will finally get to where I want to be. It just doesn't work that way. We have to really think long-term. We have to think bigger picture and think, okay, if I want to get to this place that I can actually maintain instead of constantly going in and out and falling off the wagon and back on the wagon, I have to let go of this idea that it's going to be a quick fix. It took me, it took you how long to get to where you are right now. If you have a goal that you're working towards, it's probably going to take you a lot of time to reach this new goal that you're going for. It doesn't mean that it's going to take just as much time as it took you to get to where you are at this very moment. The good news is usually it doesn't take nearly as long to reach those goals, but it all depends on the individual and your body and what's happening on the inside and all of the different pieces that got you to where you are right now. Which leads me to my next point, going from zero to 60. 
How many times have you said, okay, today's the day, this is the week, this is the month, this is the year that I'm going to do this. And you go all in, you go from zero to 60 overnight. You're going to the gym every single day. You're meal prepping every single day. You're trying to be so perfect with everything that you're doing. And inevitably, when something doesn't go according to plan, it's really easy to fall off because you get frustrated that you didn't stick to your plan. You're like, oh my gosh, I was doing so great. And then this one day I just slipped up and now what's the point? Why even bother? I think it's great to be committed and feel ready to make changes. And for some people that really works, you can go from zero to 60 in certain aspects. But in most cases, I see women trying to go from zero to 60 overnight, really just trying to overhaul their life. It just doesn't last. Which leads me into my next point of, don't try to be perfect. This isn't about being perfect. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. We already addressed that. It's important to know that we have to think sustainable. We have to think, okay, what makes sense? What's actually realistic for me? It's not about perfection. I promise you, perfection is not going to get there you there nearly as fast as consistently doing everything pretty good. That's what we're going for, is doing pretty good most of the time, the majority of the things that we're doing are aligned with our goals. It's not about perfection. We have this misconception that if we jump in and we're perfect and we just do everything right for the next 60 days, we're going to magically get to this place where we just don't have to worry about it anymore. But that's not reality. The truth is, if you want to maintain anything that you're working towards, whatever goals that you're reaching, you have to think sustainable. You have to think realistic in order to, first of all, get there. And then how do you think you're going to to keep it up? How do you think you're going to stay in a healthy place? You're not certainly not going to go back to the habits that you have before. And that's the important part. That's why we have to think, okay, this isn't a quick fix. This isn't going to happen overnight. I have to think bigger picture long-term here. I have to actually change my habits. I actually have to work towards things. And that's not just going to be this smooth sailing picture. There's going to be ups and downs and bumps in the road. And I have to accept that, that that is part of the journey, which leads me to my next topic, being too focused on that end goal versus enjoying the process. It really sounds cliche, but it's so true. You do have to kind of enjoy and embrace at the very least the process. It is great to have a big goal that you're working towards, but it's even more helpful to break that down into smaller goals that you can celebrate along the way. Because when we just continually focus on where we're not yet, it feels like we're never going to get there. But if we focus on the little things that we're accomplishing along the way and really embracing and enjoying the process, because of course, if you want to change your life, you're going to have to continue to change your habits and keep those habits up and keep those choices up. This is where it really comes back to that sustainable path. Enjoy the process. Don't be focused on skipping and snapping your fingers and getting from point A to B. We already said it's not a quick fix. So don't pretend like it's going to be. Now on to my next point, going the cheap route. Let's talk about it because when I first started getting serious, so to speak, on my health and fitness journey, I wanted to go the cheap route. I was like, what's the cheapest way for me to do this? I know I need help. I know I can't do it myself, but I I really just, I was stuck in this mindset that I couldn't afford it. I couldn't do it. And I probably could have made it more of a priority and not gone the cheap route. It, It taught me lessons along the way and it got me to where I am now, but I'm here to tell you, don't go the cheap route. You get what you pay for and that applies to anything in life, especially your health. You will ultimately save yourself time and money and headaches in the long run up front trying to achieve a goal, making sure that you're investing in something that's a good quality, whether it's a coach or a program or whatever it might be. And there's tons of these cheap programs out there and multi-level marketing schemes that your friends are in that they're trying to sell you into and tell you that this is the way. That is not 
going to give you that long-term solution. You have to think, okay, bigger picture. Again, I've said this so many times, big picture is what we need to think about here. And you can either go cheap continually over and over and over again, because you'll maybe make a little progress and then fall back again, make a little progress, fall back again. You'll basically stuck on the hamster wheel for the rest of your life. Or you can say, okay, you know what? I'm actually going to invest some time, energy, money into this and making sure it's good quality. It's actually going to serve me and actually going to get me to where I want to go and give me the strategies and tools I need to actually maintain that and get there in a way that's going to be truly helpful and healthy and supportive of my body. And I promise that's going to get you there that much quicker, that much sooner, and ultimately to the place where you don't have to constantly worry about this again and again and again. But next point being, if you go and you hire help, don't think that it's not going to require any effort. Yes, it's it's important to invest in a good quality coach or whatever it might be that you're going to get the support that you need to successfully reach your goals. Maybe you're doing some sort of certification because you've decided you really want to dive deeper and understand things for yourself. Maybe you've decided to work with a coach, whatever it might be, it's still going to require effort. Don't make the mistake that I did of saying, just tell me what to eat, tell me exactly what to do, and I'll do it. Because that led to zero understanding of what I was doing and why. And it wasn't setting me up to be in a place where I would actually be able to maintain those things long-term because they were so extreme. This is why I'm not a huge fan of meal plans and why I honestly think that meal plans is a common mistake as well. We often think that we just want to be handed the answers, but that doesn't allow us to learn and get to a place where we have a, a clear enough understanding to actually continue to maintain our healthy lifestyle long-term. Sure, a meal plan might be appropriate for certain people in certain seasons of life, but it's not a long-term solution. You're not gonna be on a meal plan for the rest of your life. What happens when something on your meal plan isn't available to you in a social situation or at an event where you run out of it in your fridge and you don't have time to run to the grocery store? It's so important to get some sort of education in trying to quote unquote get healthier. Whether that's formal or working someone with somebody who already has the expertise who can help transfer that to you. The only way you're going to be able to navigate a healthy lifestyle long-term for yourself instead of constantly falling off and on again and making progress in your goals and then taking steps backwards, if you want to get to a place where you can maintain and sustain that, it's going to take a little bit of effort on the front end and understanding what you're doing and why. Yet at the same time, it doesn't have to be miserable. I think that's another misconception and mistake that a lot of us make, especially those who don't have the proper guidance and help is going from that zero to 60 and going to extreme and thinking this has to be really, really hard or it's, it, it's not right. I'm not doing something right. Going with no days off, not taking rest days from your workouts, thinking a good workout is only one where you walk away unable to basically walk or super sore the next day or you sweat all of the sweat out of your body. We see all sorts of extremes and ideas circulating the internet and you hear one thing worked for your friend that you want to try and it just sounds really hard and that's how it should be in order to reach your health and fitness goals. But it doesn't have to be that way. Yes, there are going to be pieces of this journey that are challenging. And I think that's another mistake that people make. You either think it's going to be really easy or really hard. A, yes, it's going to require effort. We just acknowledge that. But B, there are going to be pieces that are challenging as well. There's going to be ups and downs. It's not this linear journey of just super easy or super hard. There's going to be those bumps along the road and it's okay. Don't expect one extreme or the other. Don't approach it from an extreme aspect. Find that middle ground and sometimes that might just take getting a little help. 
which leads me to oversimplifying and overcomplicating. Very common mistake that I see women making when it comes to their journey. We either try to make things super, super simple and then we have no understanding of it. For example, hand me that meal plan. Or we think it's gonna be way more complicated than it has to be. We spend hours and hours scouring the internet and researching and finding conflicting information that only leaves us feeling like more confused than we went in. And then we just don't do anything at all. It's not simple. It's not easy. It's not extremely hard. It's not overcomplicated. It's finding what works best for you and sticking with it. And finally, my last three but most important points here and mistakes to avoid when you are trying to get healthier, whatever that looks like for you. Diet products and marketing. Don't fall for that BS. It's everywhere. They want you to walk into a store and see something that seems like the healthier option and buy it. The best foods are whole foods, but we need to find a balance too. Don't restrict yourself, but at the same time, don't go to the grocery store and buy every single thing that has some sort of diet or diet marketing on it because they make it seem like it's the better option when really it's a lot simpler than that. And it's going to save you some money. There's no magic bar. There's no magic protein shake. It's simple. It's making sure that your body is getting enough protein, carbs, fat, fiber, total calories overall. It's making sure your body has what it needs to function optimally and you can easily accomplish and achieve that by consuming mostly whole foods and every so often being okay with deviation from that norm. Final two points here that go hand in hand. Number one, putting a timeline on that goal that you're working towards or only working towards it for an event or something that's coming up like a vacation or a wedding or whatever it might be. Sometimes these can be helpful ways for us to get started, but those aren't going to be the things that keep us going. We think it's a one and done. We say, okay, if I just work really hard and I get this weight off, if I, you know, change these things for for this wedding, for this vacation, then I'll be able to, to keep it up for life. But how many times do you go back to the habits that you had beforehand? More often than not. It's great to have something to work towards. It's great to have those things that motivate us, but we have to think bigger picture. If you want to change your health, do it because you want to change your health, not because you want to look good in that wedding dress. Do it because you want to change the rest of your life. And in turn, doing all the right things are going to allow your body to feel and function its best. Because last but not least, the biggest mistake that I see made is saying you're ready when you're really not. And this is a little bit more complex because I think a lot of us might feel ready. We want to see a change. We want to feel better on our bodies and it feels a lot harder to accomplish than it is. So we might want it, but we don't feel ready. And so we don't do anything about it. And so at what point do you just jump in and go for it and say, okay, this is it. I'm ready. Some of us really do have to get to some sort of quote unquote rock bottom where we feel our worst, but it doesn't have to be that way either. Ultimately, whenever you decide, okay, now is the time which there's no time like the present. Ultimately, you have to see the value in your health and you have to make it a priority. This goes back to everything that I was saying before. Sometimes that's going to feel hard. Sometimes you're going to have things that are competing and conflicting in your schedule that you have to shift around and prioritize to make this time for yourself and your body and your health. And let's be real, that isn't always easy to do. But again, no one ever said this journey was going to be easy. It just has to be one that's truly important to you. Oh, and I almost forgot one of the most important points to remember here. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. 
your body is your body, your journey is your journey, and it won't look like anyone else's. No matter how similar your body shapes are, no matter if you're the exact same weight and height, no matter if you have the exact same goals, your journeys are going to look different. You're going to have different obstacles along the way. You're going to take different timelines to get to where you're going. And I think that's so important to remember. It's easy to compare ourselves and that's only going to make it easier for us to give up. It's good to have motivation. It's good to be inspired by others. It is good when we relate to their experiences and that can be helpful. But avoid playing the comparison game all the time because I promise that's not getting you any closer to your goals. What mistakes have you made on your journey so far that you wish you could tell somebody to avoid? Where are you at on your journey right now? I'd love to hear from you. Come find me over on Instagram at fitbyhand underscore and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you're hearing on the Fit Balance Healthy podcast, come join us on social media to soak up some more. You can find my personal page at fitbyhand underscore on Instagram and our team page at the.fbh.lifestyle on Instagram as well. You can also find us on TikTok at the.fbh.lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to talk with you again soon.